the thing with those is if you do it properly, you have to go at such a high intensity that you can do six to eight rounds at like 10 to 20 seconds tops, yep. taking almost a full minute to a minute and a half break, and you will deplete the hell. So, Got any funny Thanksgiving stories we can start with? Um, actually, so <laughs> here we go. So my my uh my girlfriend's family came over. So it it was the first time they've um they both both families have met. I was like picturing some meet the parents shit when you told me that. I was like, oh, I'm just waiting. Yeah, I mean, no, I I I knew that it was gonna go. I knew that it was gonna go really well. I didn't think that it was gonna go as well as it did. Like it it literally like throughout the night or. It, it was like right as soon as they got there they got to my uh my parents house that i mean everybody kind of just like they introduced themselves and then like conversations started flowing like everybody clicked um and it was like crazy the amount of information that was like put out there like in the room about each other's each other's family like, like childhood stories like man yeah it was other. yeah it was super open that's dope um which is i mean amazing um How and many people were there 20 i think damn yeah so it was a big it was a big party but um and they they got introduced to my family meetings which is in my family when we do a family meeting we take shots so um yeah i'm picturing you guys sitting down and talking about some serious <laughs> shit <laughs> not <laughs> not at all like actually her so steph's talk about steph's breaking grandpa the ice. is perfect. hilarious man that guy yep. is so funny and uh like just a the way he talks shit, because we ended up playing like catchphrase. The way he talks shit is just is so funny, you know. Like he just he's, he's an older guy, and like we're playing catchphrase, and and uh, you know there's a clock on there. It goes, you know, just tick 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 tick. Mm -hmm. And the the closer that it gets to the buzzer, the faster that it goes, right? Yeah. So his his grandson had it, Steph's brother, and uh, uh, he he couldn't think of how to describe the the word, and he just looks over at him. He's like. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? He was just talking shit the whole time and it just had me in tears. So but it was it was a good time. And uh I mean, that's really I mean like people were just it was it was just yeah. laughter the entire time. It and I was like and well. I yeah, and like me and Steph kinda just looked at each other like, wow, like Dope. this is going a lot yeah. better than we could have even expected. Yeah. But um, I mean, everybody's obviously in good spirits. We got a we got a baby on the way. I'm gonna be a dad. So crazy, you know. Is what? So is her grandpa? Is he Caucasian? Is he white? Yeah, is, yeah, okay. Yeah. She has something else in she's her. She's native. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's why she's got color to her skin. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I know she had something. Yeah, I didn't really have any uh, embarrassing stories either. My dad was stressing the fuck out. So my grandma had like like kind of a scare recently um heart condition like her one of her valves was opening and like taking in oxygen and everything blood like yeah. it's supposed to so they were worried about clogs so they had to cut her open and put a tube in her wrist that goes all the way up into her heart like to a keep catheter it open. Yeah. yeah so she got it out but she had this like cast on so she does all the cooking so like last minute it's like hey pops everything's on you so he's like stressing out like running around the kitchen why everybody else because my stepmom doesn't cook so she's just drinking hanging out we're all just chilling and he's freaking out he uh, apparently this is normal but he cooked the turkey in a bag have you ever seen that no 
like you cook it in a plastic bag, like a big ass plastic bag. So he's trying to uh, get the bag out. Is that just to keep it moist? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, love that word, moist. moist. <laughs> Uh, so like the turkey's in there, he cuts the bag open, but the turkey is holding down the bag. So he's like, okay, I need to like harpoon each side and like lift it up while you pull the bag out. Right. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I come in there and he's got these big things. As soon as he lifts up, the turkey just falls apart everywhere. And he's just like, fuck. And just like pissed. I'm laughing. Cause I'm like, it's going to be good regardless yeah, of this turkey. Right. And then like we're sitting down for dinner, and I start like coughing and shit, and, he, and they like look at me. I'm like, oh, it's just a plastic bag in my throat, and he's getting all mad. Hella <laughs> funny. Other than that, man, we had a pretty pretty smooth uh, Thanksgiving. I ate way too much. I ate like three plates and like two or three slices of pumpkin pie, and just shut me down nice. for like yeah. a day. I was and a I half. was definitely in a food coma. I was already tired because I was up at 5 a.m. that. Uh, that day and I had to train clients and then mm-hmm. obviously we did the group session at that the gym was which was crazy. super successful like 40 something people yeah. there that was insane and then worked out afterwards and yeah. I didn't even like my plan was to go home and sleep for like two or three hours Before. and that never happened yeah so I probably yeah I got like 20 minutes of like I actually shut my eyes but it wasn't really restful yeah so then, see my parents are split up so I had to go to brunch first so I like right after we got done I trained LA just so I can knock it out really quick without any distractions and I went right down to there and we had like brunch and it was funny my so my uncle was there I haven't seen him in hell long my mom's half brother and he that guy is he's so he's a vegan he's not a bodybuilder but he's into that shit so he's like Mm -hmm. pretty jacked and I come over and he's making protein pancakes and I'm like dope like like some nice ass ones they're hella good and I sat down and had a conversation with him he's traveled like everywhere in the world studying religion bro like he was at one point he was in florida in this i don't know if it was a monastery with like monk stuff but we couldn't even talk to him for like a year like it was crazy like i might be exaggerating with the year but it was a long time like and he so he's done so many different things so he's talking to me about all these different religions and he's took five years he read the bible the entire quran he read uh there's three more books, and I don't even know the names of them, but, like, of all the different religions, like, he read them all multiple times, studied them all, like, lived in, like, different, like, temples and shit. Like, dude, it's crazy. So I sat down and had, like, a three-hour conversation with that guy about religion and life and, like, conspiracies from, like, the Roman Empire of how they conflicted into the religion and why it is what it is today and how they're all really the same except different Dude, I, I was just like mind blown. Like I just sat there quiet and just listened to him talk for yeah. hell long. Yeah. I can't even imagine that reading all those books. It's crazy. Yeah. Super I, spiritual I, I guy. Could, yeah, I definitely couldn't sit down and, and read. Like I, I couldn't even sit down and read the Bible. You know. Yeah. I think it'd be like that for any any book. Um, it's hard. That man. nature anyway. Yeah, it's um, tough. But but no, that was cool just seeing him and, and doing that. But. I thought uh, it was pretty chill. Going, going back to the whole, actually, the whole family thing really quick, just because this just popped into my head. So uh, Jess's husband, um, he had to work. Yeah. But he was going to try to stop by. So he's uh, he's his precinct is uh, in SeaTac, which is where my parents live. And uh, so he arrested me when I was 19 years old. Um <laughs> Which now was, you guys are having things. Yeah. So small world. So I was. I told her I was like, "Yo, when he's when he's outside, when he's gonna come over, like text me and let me know, and then I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna just pretend like I'm just gonna get you. I'm not gonna tell anybody that Hanson's coming, um, and uh, have him put me in handcuffs, and then uh, 
you know, uncuff me in front of the, the whole family because that's what that's what happened when I was 19. So he pulls me over. He, so he, he, he puts me in handcuffs instead of taking me to jail. He takes me home and uh, he uncuffs me in front of my whole family. So that was kind of like the and they were talking about that as soon as as soon as they came in like that was like the icebreaker. You know, what I mean, like oh, so talking about it? me getting arrested. No, no we didn't. No, uh, okay. we didn't do it because he, he never ended up. They ended up getting pretty busy, which is uh, unfortunate on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like he got some domestic cases right. <laughs> on Thanksgiving. But no, that was the plan. It didn't end up working out, but I was looking forward to that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's dope that you guys can do everything at one place, though. I know. Like, I already am like, fuck, I got to go to two yeah. different houses. My brother had to go to four Thanksgivings. Dude, just drive. <laughs> like, Christmas Eve and Christmas God. is so fucked for him. I think he's going to have a kid just so he can make everybody come yeah. to his house. Well, even then, I'd be like, no, like, we're not coming to your house this it's year. Sorry. crazy, dude. Yeah. There's no way, like, yeah. There's no, there's no way. I don't. I can't even imagine doing two. Yeah, two is I'm tough. Not, man. Yeah, I'm not doing that. And it's chill for me because my mom doesn't really have a lot of family around here. Because I mean, they're still in like Canada or yeah. my, uh, my grandpa's traveling the fucking world right now, which is nuts. My aunt is in fucking uh, something rock. What is it called again? The Indians. Oh, and the Native Americans uh, are Standing Rock. Standing Rock. So have you heard about that, Michael? Yeah. So she's over there protesting right now because she's native, like. It's just insane because, like, I got this big message, like, letting me know she's okay. And I'm like, Standing Rock, what the hell are you talking about? Because I don't watch the news or anything. And then Kaiza Fit, like, posted a, a video. And I was like, holy shit, that's where she's at? It's nuts, man. Yeah, no joke. I can't imagine that. So Thanksgiving, man. Let's uh, – we have uh, – so Thanksgiving just passed. I feel like we should have done a Thanksgiving episode before this holiday just so people could prepare for it because i i had a lot of questions as far as you know what do i do how do i adjust macros if you're not tracking macros how do i adjust my diet what should training be like i know we programmed specifically for what people were about to do that day so um but christmas eve and christmas are coming and that's probably even worse to be honest because it's it's back-to-back days so People are probably going to be drinking and eating a lot of food two days in a row, which is even more so. So, especially your brother who's going to have six Christmases. So, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, he's listening. Dude, he's literally going to have eight <laughs> if you think about it, because he's got four on Christmas God. Eve and four on Christmas Day. I think. Actually, no, I think he'll have three and three. Because, see, my parents are hella chill. Well, my mom does Christmas, my dad does Christmas Eve, and they're cool with it, and they just leave it that way because they don't want us driving around everywhere. Yeah. So it's super easy for me. I got two places to be, and that's it. Like, but I keep telling my brother I want him to have a kid so they can do Christmas because then I was like, man, I can come over, party with you guys on Christmas Eve. I'll just spend the night, wake up, and everybody comes back for Christmas. I don't right. got to go anywhere. Right. Like, hell yeah. Because, you know, everything's about me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially <laughs> when the baby starts crying, know, too. Just, You're going to be like, fuck. Sh- shut up. Shut that baby up. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I just realized, like, how self-centered it sounded as I said yeah. that. Yo, we have a kid, so I don't got to go anywhere for Christmas. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so, um, I know for me personally, I actually, so you don't track macros, so I'd be, or in, and you're on the opposite spectrum as me. I'd be interested if you even did anything, but I know a lot of people just go ape shit when it comes to Thanksgiving because they restrict themselves so much, which I don't really do just because of flexible dining. But what I actually did is I actually dropped like five to 10 grams of fat and not really any carbs because that'll suffer my performance like the days leading into it. And then yesterday I literally, cause yesterday was black Friday. I literally ate like protein throughout the day and nothing else. 
but I was also still full <laughs> from yeah. Thanksgiving. But I think the biggest thing is just adjusting nutrition. Did you do anything personally or did you have your clients was, do anything? <clears throat> because my thing is, especially with my clients too, is like, man, like you, you know, what's, you know, what's healthy, right? Like, yeah. and, and I'm big on like whole foods and, and eating, you know, as many things that are, that, that fall under that umbrella and staying away from the processed stuff. And I feel like if you do that, like, man, like you can indulge on, on Thanksgiving. Most people, 100%. most people cannot handle uh half a pie or fucking 20 pecan, pecan tarts after like a full meal. Right. Yeah. And, and really like Thanksgiving. So what you got Turkey, uh, I mean, like my family's was, was it was actually pretty healthy, right? Like, would say like wasn't, mashed potatoes is probably the worst thing. Yeah, just because of all the cream and yeah. everything they put in it. And actually, so uh, my girl did a sweet potato casserole, but like she, she reduced a lot of like she reduced the sugar by uh, two thirds, yeah. right? Like so she reduced a lot of the the bad ingredients um, and even like the butter, but it still tasted amazing because it's a sweet potato, right? Yeah. It's just naturally sweet. Yeah um so just little things like that like just be aware of like what you're putting in your body and it's not going to make that much of a difference right like it's there's just so much that especially you know with turkey whatever the enzyme is or whatever that that makes you sleepy like your body kind of like i i feel like i get full when i eat a lot of when i eat a lot of turkey because then my body just wants to go into like a sleepy state right so um i i just feel like it's it's very hard for people to really go in i think that it's it's more of the feeling they're like oh man like i had i went way too hard on thanksgiving but if they i think that if they really looked at it they probably did it it's more from the alcohol or maybe they had a bigger slice of pie yeah. or something and like the people that, who did probably overly restricted themselves right. leading right. into it right um i know i felt lethargic as hell after thanksgiving but the thing is i went to my mom's i had a small brunch and then when i went to my dad like that's all i ate all day yep. so yep. i was hungry yep. And when you, I think when you, when you actually don't eat very much, same thing with fasting. If you fast and then you have a decent sized meal, you feel extremely full because your stomach is, it wasn't ready right. for that. Right. Well, that's kind of how I felt. Cause I didn't go like ape shit crazy. Like I probably really didn't go too much over my calories, but I think the smartest thing to do is, is there's one of two ways. And I actually approach this differently with some of my clients. Cause I have some people that are going to be doing a show. Yeah. So for and that them, was going to be, that was going to be my next kind of right. So for them, I, I was kind of like, you know what? Like I want every, I, and I want all my clients to just enjoy the holidays yeah. because that's what it's about. Like you should not be that person at the table restricting themselves. Yeah. Like everybody should, but you should always eat in moderation. So I think like for them, I was like, Hey, like if you want to enjoy it, I would just honestly pull, you know, five grams of fat, like pull 10 to 20 grams of carbs on like three to four days leading into it. Cause that's not unrealistic. It's pretty easy to do. You save calories, you have fun the next day. If you did overeat a little bit, pull back some calories the next day. And then after that, you just get right back to it. Yeah. Like don't stress it, but you do need to moderate that for your weekly calories because at the end of the day, you are going to step on stage and that's yeah. a pretty big goal. Now for my other clients, I was literally just like, Hey, just, just don't do anything until the day of and just eat in moderation. Just know your limit and don't stuff your face, you know? And if you do, instead of like feeling horrible about it the next day and binging again, because you're kind of like in a fuck it mode, just pull back some calories Add a fast, do whatever you need to do. Um, and that's actually kind of how I'll approach Christmas as well. Um, Christmas Eve, usually people just do dinner. Yep. So I always recommend like, Hey, if you really want to go hard, like do a fast, like it's pretty easy. Don't, don't eat breakfast. And if you do just eat protein and veggies and, Anytime, and this actually just goes for flexible dieting in general, anytime that you know you're going to have like a social event at night, I think it's pretty smart to just focus on protein and veggies. 
you're still hitting your protein, you're getting your fiber because of the veggies, and you're staying full because those are the two most filling foods uh, and macronutrients that you can really get. Um, and if you do that, you'll have plenty of calories to, to have fun at night. And I think right. that's the key. And that's like the whole purpose of flexible dieting. Flexible dieting isn't fitting a Pop-Tart into your macros. It's being able to adjust things, do a fast here and there, cut calories one day, add calories one day, and like just be flexible all around. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's huge. Um, and also training, obviously. Um, we had a ton of people come in for training. My biggest tip is, is just like carb depletion style workouts. Yeah, that was definitely carb depleting. Oh yeah, <laughs> like so. So a good thing, a way to look at it is is people will. Uh, Michael's over here shaking his head because he was there. Um, a lot of people know like uh, lactic acid, the feeling of like pulling a sled or doing twenty rep squats. Your legs are fucking burning. Yeah. So that's a good sign because that's what's called metabolite training. So once you get that uh, metabolite breakdown and you're burning and you're building lactic acid, that's actually a, a signal of glucose being burned at a higher level, right? So um, I always go straight to high rep training. So for instance, I had a I did my upper body day just because that's what Dave felt on. But instead of me doing my normal eight to 12 reps, everything was like 15 to 25 reps. And I was just like doing drop sets, adding things because I really wanted to deplete the system. I didn't have carbs before the training. So I wanted to deplete everything. Um, and we did that same thing. So we did a, uh, we started with a circuit that was doing isometric holds and then reps. So we're holding a tense position in a push up or a squat, and then we rep it out. So you're getting a lot of reps and you're getting a lot of tension, which is going to help this. And then we did a ladder. So, um, a big, tip for anybody training on a holiday or before a big event like so this is what we're, we'll probably do on christmas as well is ladder training so you start with you know anywhere between four to ten exercises but you do 20 to 25 reps of everything and then you do you know 15 to 20 and then you do 12 to 15 then you do 10 then you do eight and then you do five or however many um and you just keep repping shit out and that's gonna burn the most like don't go in and, and try to pr do like heavy threes because that's really not going to deplete much right. Um, it might lighter, be a, lighter weights, minimal breaks. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what? I actually did, uh, I did my heavy squat day the next day because I was full and I felt great from all the food and that helped. So you'll have energy the next day. So if you're going to do heavy work, I'll do it the next day. Um, but I think like another point to go back to is, is people will almost cause their own suffering because they know they're going to indulge yep so they'll go oh i'm going to do extra cardio i'm going to do this and then they eat more and then they're like fuck i gotta go back to the gym and it's like no don't do that just enjoy just it. crushing themselves yeah yeah um do you have any training tips before we get into like setting up programs or anything like that uh no not really i mean full it, body i mean that's pretty much that's pretty much what we did um i, I know that in the past but i have I think that again, like genetics is, is, is going to come into play here. But like, for me, like in the past I've done, uh, like every minute on the minute style of, uh, of training where I'll do like a heavy deadlift into a heavy push press or something like that for 20 to 25 minutes at like three to five reps. Um, and, and even lower than that. Um, and, and then I think get the, into, but if you're going to go heavy like that in the lower reps, you're not giving yourself enough break to like really, consider it like low rep training right. you know what i mean so i think that's smart because you're keeping tension right but at the same time i i wouldn't say necessarily too heavy too because i'm going at 60 65 yeah because you can't with that yeah, sort of yeah and, and and my form would be shit if i went any higher than that um and then like you said sleds afterwards is is i'm a, I'm a big fan of that too especially like using 
uh, again using full body but like if you really if if when i really focus on like my legs and, and the way i see it is because those are the bigger muscles right so i'm going to i'm going to use a little bit more energy when uh when i'm using my glutes yeah. hamstrings and and quads um and especially like man like one of my favorites to um uh, to do on that is <clears throat> chin ups so if like i've done uh barbell front squat and and then chin up um every minute on the minute yeah. like that was actually probably the most brutal there's not a body part you're not hitting yeah there. yeah like, literally yeah um and i think that's huge like you should hit full body we hit every single movement that day and if like and if you're going down if you're in the bodybuilding community and you're and you have like a set program and you want to stick to that, that's fine but I would arrange your routine to make sure that you're hitting your biggest or your weakest body part that day. So like it happened to be the perfect day for me. It was like really just back focused, which yeah. is like my main specialization right now, what I'm trying to bring up. So if I have a lagging body part that I want to grow, it, it would be smart to, to rep it out, do as much volume on that body part and then let the nutrients kind of uh, do their work after you do that right so on a on a holiday i would either suggest hitting everything like really intensely or or sticking to a weak lag yeah. body part i've i've or done just a big muscle I've, group. I've done the high rep ranges and i mean I, I i love it but for me you know kind of when especially when i, I want to go super hard like i know that i'm going to go harder doing yeah uh you know like front squats or deadlifts and that you know something like that so i i just tend to to go that route but i've done the, the high rep range in the past especially like you know when we've trained with the transformation guys and right. we go out to the buffet, the buffet or whatever at, at salties then um, you know, I, I've done it then, but, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of lifting heavier and, yeah. um, you know, that's just the way that, that but I, I think trained, too, so. like you, you end up doing like some kind of sled work afterwards. Yeah, right? most definitely. So, so there's yeah. like the big thing is if, when I do it, I don't typically need to do the sled because I've already done all this metabolite training by right. doing super high rep. Right. If you're doing your heavy load, because you know, that's, what's going to push you. And then you finish with sled. The sled is really glycogen depleting, yep. especially if you're doing rounds of it yep. or like down Every back three times, hundred yeah. yards, whatever it may be. Yep. Um, so I think for training, the, the big focus is, is really just, I mean, obviously burning calories, but I would say depleting glycogen because yep. that's what's really going to let your body absorb those nutrients more efficiently and, and kind of act like a sponge for your muscles. Yeah. Um, so when it comes time for Christmas Eve and, and Christmas, what I would suggest is, is doing either one of two things. Like we just said, you should probably plan on hitting full body because that's going to deplete the most. Uh, but you're either doing really, really high reps or you're doing like what Theo did, something intense that he can really push himself and then finishing with some kind of sled work, metabolite work, um, ropes, uh, really just high intensity intervals yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, and that might be smart regardless, hitting some high intensity intervals, whether it's kettlebell swings, ropes, barbell complexes, anything like that, because it really is depleting. Um, it's explosive and it's short duration. I was, I was just going to say that. So like, man, do like three rounds of, of uh, high intensity intervals and then do like three minutes of work with a 90 second break on the, on the sled, mm -hmm. like, and, you know, do, you know, four to six rounds of that. Yeah. You'll, you'll be good. And I think like doing a combination. So like on Christmas and Christmas Eve, it might not be smart to do two days of like 20 rep squats <laughs> yeah. because that just drains yeah. the hell out of you. So maybe what you do is Christmas Eve because you have more time. That's what you do. And if, you're actually going to train on Christmas, go in and just pull some sled for a little bit. If yeah. not the next day after Christmas, then you go back and pull sled and do those like depletion workouts. Um, because the body takes time anyway. It's not like you eat a bunch of carbs and immediately goes to fat like that. Like it takes time, man. You know what I want to look into more is, uh, the row machine because we just got one at vigor 
And I've done a few different workouts on that of just the row. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Like, yeah. dude, that is like, I, I think I did like a thousand, a thousand meters. I forget the time. It was probably three or four minutes um, at water resistance, which is six. I think like I've seen some people go to like 10 resistance, which is just going to fucking smash you. Yeah. And like, but I did like six and I could barely walk afterwards. Yeah. Like. That's another one that's like out of all the the ways of doing cardio, that's probably the most full body. Yeah. So rowing, that's another great one to throw out there. Um, the assault bike is too, though. And that's mm-hmm. the thing is like, so the assault bike is like a wind sprint bike. The thing with those is if you do it properly, you have to go at such a high intensity that you can do six to eight rounds at like 10 to 20 seconds tops, yep. taking almost a full minute to a minute and a half break and you will deplete the hell. So Really, what you could do for all those people out there is like, let's say, so I had a couple of clients that didn't really want to change their program because they're really focused on progressing in their lifts and everything. And they kind of came to me and it's like, yo, do I have to change things? I know it's Thanksgiving. Do I got to earn it and stuff? It's like, no, just just do your normal thing. Let's add this salt bike at the end. You'll burn some extra calories. You'll deplete yourself a little bit after the training's done, but you can still focus on your main thing. So that might be a great route for people to go as well. Right. It's just adding something like the rower or the assault bike at the very end just to kind of kind of burn some more glycogen and everything. Um, as far as dieting goes, to give tips, because this is kind of just turning into a big like holiday diet tip session, I guess. Uh, what I would do is, is essentially just – I had somebody ask me, should I diet into the holidays? And – I was saying no, because their thought was like, well, if I, you know, I burn calories and I I lower my calories, then I'll earn that. And in my head, I'm like, if you diet into it, you're just risking the chance of like slowing your metabolism. So it's not going to handle the the food as, as well. On top of that, one of the biggest psychological factors in, in negative impacts of dieting is the fact that we binge more. We want more. We crave more. Our hormones are ghrelin and leptin are causing us to be more hungry, um, to want food, to crave things. So if you diet into it, you're more likely to eat more. Whereas if you didn't diet, you're probably not going to be like, Oh my God, all this food and then shove your face with it. You know? So I would say don't diet into the holidays. If you really want a calorie control diet, a little bit lower calories, like two days before a day and a half, two days after. So who are the, who are the people that are asking this? Like who, who's the demographic, right? Like, like what is, what is the goal of this person who was, who was talking about, you know, uh, dieting into the holidays, physique oriented, so aesthetics, and and those are usually the people that, not always, but if they have a history of crash dieting, those are the people that tend to worry the most. Right, right, right. And I've been there. I've I've holiday after holiday worried my ass off. This holiday was probably the most chill for me because I was just like, oh, I'll just pull back some fat, big deal. Like, and I and I wasn't going to like try to track thanksgiving that's another thing i told everybody do not try to put thanksgiving in your my fitness pal like that's just yeah so obsessive it's yeah. it's ridiculous and you don't need to do that like if you really worried about it diet a couple of days before and, and i think the ultimate goal is is like we all want to look good naked like at the end of the day like that's usually i would say 75 percent or more of the people that we all train are going to be people that want to look better. And even if their main goal is strength, you you don't want to look like shit. You want to look better, but you need to have a lifestyle with it. Like you can't, you have to have balance. Right. And I think that's what it kills me because I went through it and it's just like, don't ruin enjoyment and don't ruin holidays. Don't ruin these things for yourself just because you're so concerned about the numbers and all that stuff. Cause they're not as important as you think. Everything's Agreed. an estimate. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, 
an easy way to do it, like I said, is is if you are tracking macros and you want to like be meticulous with it, just drop a little bit of calories the couple days before. Do not track on the holiday and then just enjoy it. And if you know that you ate a little, t- and here's the thing is too, is like my plan wasn't to like eat less calories the day after Thanksgiving, but I woke up and I was like, I don't want to eat. Not because I was like, oh, my body. It was because I was like, damn, dude, I'm not even hungry. Right. Still, because I ate a shit ton of food last night. So I was like, I'm going to have a protein shake and go to the gym. Went to the gym, ate a light meal afterwards, and I worked, and I just forgot about food until that dinner that night. So that's, if, that's so funny. It's, it's crazy that, like, that, that happens to you because I woke up in the morning fucking starving. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was ready to crush leftovers. So, so probably, but here's the thing is, is one of two things can happen. When you eat a really big influx of calories, it can actually stimulate yeah. metabolism more, um, and ghrelin left all those things. Right. And Depends you actually person. do get yeah. hungry. Yeah. Right. Um, I probably did overeat a little bit and I was just still like full, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, so yeah, I think it just depends on the person, but I can absolutely see that with you. Then <laughs> <laughs> and, and now I'm back to normal. Like I'm hungry yeah. again today and I'm fine. But I think like the key is, is like intuitively eat the next day. Like don't like wake up and be like, Oh, I got to get rid of all these leftovers and shove your face with them. And then be mad later that you did that. Right. But like, if you're not that hungry, you don't need to eat. You know, it's the same thing with pe- being sick. People always ask me, like, what do I need to eat when I'm sick? Should I eat? Should I not eat? Should I just drink more? And I'm like, eat when you're hungry. Like, don't track your calories. Just eat if you're hungry. And the Precision Nutrition recommends the same thing. It's like, eat whole foods. Eat eat really good quality nutrients so you can feel better. But if you're not hungry, don't eat. Like, you don't need soup if you're if you're sick. Like, drink some tea and water and just, yeah. just chill. It's, it's, it's funny because, like, man, everybody – Everybody is a nutritionist, right? Like you, you know, you know whether like broccoli versus like graham crackers. Like what, what's the better choice, right? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, that's how I see it. Like that's why I don't really get too crazy. And it's it, it's interesting now, and I really I really notice it now that we've started doing the podcast. The different types of people that that train with you and that train with me. Yeah. Right. Like. If we look at before and afters of, of your clients, a lot of them are going to be more, more ripped or, uh, you know, a- along those lines. Whereas, whereas my clients, they've lost a ton of weight, but it's not like, you know, this, you know what I mean? Like nobody's going to go on like the front of a magazine, but it's, right. it's just about like the lifestyle. And like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think that they come to me with the understanding like, okay, well, this is the life that, that I want to live. I don't necessarily need to be super fucking ripped. Right. So. I don't need to do macros, and I think it stresses a lot of people out. Um, so to go the route of like, man, like you know what's healthy, whole foods, right? Like drink a lot of water, yeah. you'll be good. Like just don't, you know what I mean? Like don't go to McDonald's. Yeah. Like it's and that's really the thing that too is like, and I have both, but a lot of the people that I have now that are, but you like have a that, good amount that are oh, getting ready for 100%. a competition. And what I was about to say too is like, even some of the ones now that are like lifestyle oriented, they've been with me for two plus years. And at the beginning, it was like, I want to make a big transformation. I'm like, all right, well, let's track macros. Let's get you there. We got them to a lower body fat. And then it was like, okay, I don't want to track macros anymore. I'm like, okay, this is how we do it. This is like what's healthy. And like I actually had somebody come to me yesterday, same thing. And she was kind of like, you know, like I think my calories around here, I feel really good. I'm not eating as much protein, but I'm I'm really just eating really good nutrients. And I'm like, how's your weight? She's like, it's fine. Like hasn't gained weight, haven't really lost weight. It's staying where I want it. I'm like, you're golden then. Right. Like, do you enjoy the food you're eating? Yeah, perfect. You're training hard? Yeah, perfect. Let's just keep it. You know what yeah. I mean? And 
at, at one point it was about the transformation and that's what you need to do sometimes. Right. But I think like it really does depend. But I did want to like talk about that on this too, because we know like some of our clients and then some people that listen to this that we don't even know are going to be the meticulous type. Yeah. And they want to know, well, like, okay, like I get it. Like some people don't like track macros, but that's not me. What do I yeah, do? Yeah, some people need structure. Like yeah. if that's if that's how you succeed, yeah. that's how you succeed. There's there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. And I th- um I just think that for majority, that's that's just the the type of people that I think that I tend to attract. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think the goal of everybody, me included, should be to not track macros at some point. Um, I think it's helpful for everybody to do it at one point, and that's more of an opinion than anything. But I do strongly believe that everybody should get away from it at some point right. in their life just because it's it's not realistic. It's not healthy to like constantly track that for the rest of your life. Like, Well, man, I, I think that a good starter for a lot of people too is, is I mean, and, and again, it depends, but like the uh, the handful diet that, mm-hmm. that's on your uh, – I, I highly recommend that if you're listening, if you haven't read the handful diet article that's on Boom Boom Performance right now, like check that out. You can go to the search bar, type in the handful diet. It'll pop right up. I use that so much uh, especially with people who think that they need to track yeah. macros and i'll say okay well this is what this is what we're going to do and this is going to probably you're probably going to hit your macros you know what i mean yeah. i just throw that in there right yeah. but like just doing that like it's simple shit like eating a a handful of protein two handfuls of veggies with each meal drinking water yeah like dude i've had people lose up to 50 fucking pounds doing yeah. just that and then once they hit or even people who hit 20 to 30 pounds and still want to lose another 10 to 15 they'll get there and then say okay well like for the last couple of weeks i've kind of i've kind of stayed here at this at this range what should we do if they're tracking already i can say okay well it looks like you're drinking like you know a can of pop or you know what i mean doing something that you know that you shouldn't be doing make this small right? change. yeah like make a small change and then boom two pounds yeah like, and, and you know what like two things on that is like one a lot of times what I've done too is people are like, hey, I want to track macros and stuff. I'll be like, okay, well, let's start with this. This will kind of give us a baseline and we will track your macros. We'll get there. And they start the handful diet and they start seeing results. And then after a few weeks, it's like, do you still think you need to track macros? I don't macros? want to track fucking macros Exactly. Anymore. And then they're yeah. like, I don't need to. Yeah. And it's like perfect. Yeah. And why even add the stress? Yeah. Um, now, if you have a 80-pound weight loss goal and you get 50 pounds doing that and then you're just stuck, then maybe we yeah. talk about yeah, it. Yeah, for but, sure, for sure. Um, and then the second thing is like, it, is, it's such a good example. People want to worry about all these different things like supplements and post-workout nutrition, all these things. And a soda pop is like the perfect example. Um, one bottle, like normal size, 12, 16 ounce, whatever Mountain Dew has like 40 to 50 grams of sugar. So that's about 200 plus calories, right? So if you cut, if you had one of those every day, you're having a pop every day, or you have like some candy every day, you cut that 200 to 250 calories each day, I guarantee yeah. you will lose one to two pounds a week just yeah. from that. You know what I mean? If you really have that bad of a lifestyle, it's like make that small change, go diet. Like that's, it's that simple. Dude, it's funny. That's how that. I actually started my whole weight loss. I had one of my clients, he was, he wasn't with me for very long, probably like a month right i mean he had a lot of shit going on outside of the gym it just really wasn't the right time for him to to be at vigor um and i know that people make excuses but it it really wasn't um i won't go into in depth of of what was going on with him um but at first uh i looked at what he was consuming each day and he literally like when we sat down i was like okay like as far as nutrition like what do you think that you need to fix he was like i drink uh, a liter of coke every day that's crazy every day I said, dude, like cut it down to half of that. And I mean, he ended up just going cold turkey, right? Um, which I is is 
cool if like you can really sustain it but for 99 percent of people you're yeah. not really going to be able to sustain cold turkey well and you did um, the right thing by saying hey can you cut that down to half right rather than a coach saying cut that out completely yeah. because yeah. then he was like you know what fuck it i'll cut it the whole thing out. yeah and if that's his choice he's gonna yeah. be able to stick to that better yeah but he lost in the first two weeks he he lost like 18 pounds <laughs> 18 pounds <laughs> yeah uh, crazy. like legit dude it, it was it was so fucking insane i was like dude like and people are just like they're, they're literally like putting this in their body and you know that it's that it's just crushing your system yeah like man people are using coke to get rust off of their their bumper on their car yeah right or like yeah. at, like to clean out drains like it's you know crazy. what i mean like dude, you're putting that in your in your yeah. in your body that's scary that was just from that was just from coke. dude we didn't even touch food like he was still eating like shit but we just cut out coke well see and that's what like so when i first started my weight loss journey um before i cut out pop because that was like you always got to look at everything you do that's bad and and i think you did the right thing by saying hey like what do you see and that's why i like having people track on my fitness pal regardless if we're gonna do macros because i go okay so here's your nutrition like what do you see is wrong with it instead of me going you need to change this 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 because i could pick out a bunch of things let them do it it's more empowering and they'll actually stick to that decision. So when I did it, I was like, okay, like I love soda. I don't want to cut that out yet, but I could switch from, I, I used to eat a lot of cereal milk. Like I could switch from 2% milk with fruit loops or whatever I was eating to special K, which really isn't healthy, but it's, it's lower calories yeah, and yeah. fat free milk. Okay, cool. I still was eating the same amount of food, but I cut a significant amount of calories and I lost a ton of body fat the first month or two. And then I made another switch from like white bread to whole bread. You know what I mean? Like small changes like that. And everybody wants to go so extreme at the beginning. And and it's like, you don't need to, unless you've been doing this for five plus years and and you really got to make those drastic changes to see low body fat percentage. Um, Shit. Back to, (laughs) back to the holiday thing though. Uh, For tips on like Christmas and Christmas Eve, like I'll give mine and you can give yours. Like I think we both agree with the training is it's just train. Like go in there and just kill it on. If you can make it on the day, do it. If you can't, don't stress and freak out because you can't train because it's fucking Christmas. Go enjoy Christmas with your family. Like don't exactly don't change your schedule to train. Like that shit kills me. Like if you can train in like like for me like Christmas Eve, like we don't do anything until like 7 p.m. We do a big crab feast with wine and everything when everybody else is done with all their other families. And since I don't have all these other places to be, like I just do my own thing. I just chill, go to the gym and hang out with you guys and stuff. So I'm gonna get a workout on Christmas Eve, but it doesn't mess up my schedule. So I'm probably gonna train full body high reps and i'm gonna do some sled or something afterwards and just kind of crush it right christmas day i'm probably not gonna train because i'm gonna sleep in drink hot chocolate and just chill like that's i don't want to train but the next day i'll probably do the same thing some high intensity intervals probably lift heavy because i'll have plenty of calories in me and that's all i really recommend and i'm sure you probably agree for diet i think the most important thing is just to eat light leading up to it like don't diet going into it but if christmas is on friday which i have no idea what's on if christmas is on friday Start cutting calories back a little bit on Tuesday. So like Tuesday, Wednesday, you're eating a little bit less, but you're still eating like, so if you normally eat five meals a day, eat five meals a day. So it doesn't feel drastically different. You don't feel like you're suffering, but instead of doing whole eggs, do egg whites. Instead of doing steak, do chicken. Um, Instead of doing rice, do vegetables. So you're still getting full. You're still eating food. You're still getting protein. But eat leaner. Yeah. Your calories are significantly lower, you know, by 500 to a thousand and you won't even really realize it. Um, and for some people it can be as low as 200 calories for like a smaller woman, like 200 to 300 calories less a couple days leading up to it is perfectly fine. Christmas Eve, Christmas day, enjoy it the day after Christmas. If you feel like cutting a little bit of calories out, do it. If not, just get right back to your normal routine. 
like especially with macros people are always like okay how much should i cut it's like no you we slipped up we had it we enjoyed the day make sure you were present you enjoyed it don't regret it because it was great yeah the next day spend that spend that time with your family don't even think about enjoy it fuck you're putting your exactly and then the next day just get back on track right like and that's the key and this is coming from somebody who's currently in prep right like i'm getting ready to do a show like i do have five and a half months but still like I have to think about this stuff because if I just keep putting and like my big thing right now is cutting alcohol back. Cause I'm like, you know, I like to have wine. Like a man, dude, I'm get, turning into a wine. it's bad. Dude. Shannon's like converting me. Hey. It's good. But like, yeah. I just been wine drinking, shit, yeah. I've been drinking way more wine than I ever had. <laughs> so like I drink wine, you know, two or three nights a week and it's not like I'm getting shitty, but like we have wine. So for me, I'm like, okay, I got to cut that back a little bit and I'll be cool. Yep. But like, and, just, it, and if you want to have a family meeting, message me. FaceTime or something, yeah. Yeah, what time is uh what time are you doing? What like what are you doing for the holidays? Um I'm actually going to so for Christmas because I haven't met um uh Steph's mom's side of the family. Uh I'm I'm going to Minnesota for Christmas. So, Damn. Yeah. Freezing my ass off. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be fun, man. There's be snowing. Huh? Probably be snowing. Oh yeah, it's already snowing. That's dope. Yeah. I've always wanted a white Christmas. I, I think that I'm gonna try to snowboard. I haven't tried to snowboard since yeah. I was like fourteen. Most sore in my life the day after. <laughs> you it was, should, man. Oh fuck! Hey, you can come up with me now that I got the jeep. I'm gonna be. I'm oh, gonna I'm be probably not up. gonna go here. Why? Because I really don't enjoy the snow. But okay. if I'm, I mean, I'm already gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. Be there, and yeah. they live like they live at the base of like this hill because they don't really have mountains in right. in Minnesota. But I mean, they do ski. They ski and snowboard there. Yeah, so yeah. I'll probably just try it just because we're already there. Yeah. But no, I'm not gonna. Have drive you ever been to the like mountains. tubing? Uh, no. That shit's crazy. I've been sledding. So, like, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. If you go, so like they have this place, I don't know if it's on Snoqualmie or what, but we used to drive up there when I was a kid, and there's just these huge slopes that are like, they cave them into these like big, like it just looks like a big slide essentially, or a big like pipeline. And you get in these tubes and you all grab your, each other's tubes. Oh, and, shit. And That's they, dope. Dude, it's kind of scary. Like you get going like, yeah. Oh, fast. Like, and if the, uh, tube flips you guys are falling over each other and people are running you over like dude people get fucked up out there dude i got messed up on the snowboard real bad like we were going we were going down the, I, I forget what they call them too they're like these little you can't even see them but like mounds of snow right they was fuck. it a jump no it wasn't a, <laughs> it was not a jump i turned it into a jump but i hit it in my in the the tip of the snowboard goes into this like mound mm-hmm. of snow and Moments? I do, yeah, yeah, Moments? that's what it was. I, was. I knew it started with an M. And I hit this, I hit this mogul, and I like flipped, <laughs> like legitimately, like flipped. And then like I didn't land, you know, it wasn't one of those yeah. crazy things where you land back on the right side of the board. But I like landed on my face, bro, like scorpion, <laughs> like I could feel my spine bend and everything. And uh, it was funny, like after that. I get back on the lift like a dumbass. I try to go up instead of, you know, going to chill or something. And uh, so as as soon as I get off of the off of the lift um, at the at the top of the fucking mountain um, and they say that don't there's like some string or something that you that you hook your you hook your boot up to to the to the snowboard mm-hmm. yep. that that keeps you attached right so if you if you so fall board, or something yeah, that the, the board doesn't, doesn't the, the yeah. board doesn't especially if you did you have like a rental yeah so you had like clip-ons like yep. you didn't have bindings yeah right right so it's so, just it's just your leash so like, i yeah i took the, the the leash off right and 
uh, <laughs> the board just goes flying, just down, goes the flying down the mountain, <laughs> and I'm running after it. Uh, I'm running after yo, it, and my boys see- are like on the ski lift, just like crying. If you ever see anybody me. run in snowboard boots, it's the funniest thing ever, too. They're so heavy. They're yeah. so, and they're <laughs> so tip-toppy. Your, yeah. you know? Oh, my God. That is hilarious. <laughs> Shit. I remember we used to go to Snoqualmie all the time, and on the west side, they had uh, the freestyle course. So it was all just jumps and boxes and stuff. And uh, But we'd all start, and then one guy would go, and he would do something over the tabletop, like a big-ass jump, land, curve off, and then stop, and then watch. And then we'd each watch each other. And it's always like, fuck, like all the guys are watching me. And you got to like try to like gap this big thing. And then you'd eat shit. And then everybody laughs. And then they keep going. And then it's like, fuck. Like I, I ate shit on a box one time that was completely frozen to the point where I actually had to sit out for a few runs. Like, because <laughs> I got on it and I lip slide it. So like you do like a 180 into a board slide and I'm sliding on it. But I just slipped out and just landed on my ass and. Like, I actually had such a big bruise that it almost covered a whole entire cheek. Crazy. Dude. I couldn't even, like... <laughs> and then, like, and then everybody's, like, snowboarding, and you're just at the bottom of the mountain sitting on some ice, like, just, yeah. like, pouting. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, 15, just, like, upset. My brother and all of his older friends. Yeah. Just, Making fun know. of you. Yeah, it just sucks. But... Anyways, tips for uh, Christmas. Don't go snowboarding. <laughs> If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.